Welcome back to Balls and Beers, everybody, your favorite MLS prediction show. We are back for a 16th time this season. I think we are approaching, if we haven't hit it yet, the halfway point of the MLS season. So with that in mind, let's go ahead and introduce the guys looking to, well, do relatively well in week 16. Mr. David Arona. Hey. Love the enthusiasm. And Mr. Bobby Lepe. Well, when are we actually working hard to not do well? Well, that's that, that's true, but, you know, try harder. And I am your host, Louis Barone. All right, so we came back from hiatus last week. How did we do? The winner of week 15, sort of, Bobby Wins the mm. week with hey. my with minus eight. Oh, that's how. Ooh, that's not gonna be good for me. Winner, winner, chicken dinner, motherfucker. <laughs> not gonna be good for me. It don't matter. <laughs> yeah. So no, no positive scores. Minus eight is the highest uh, from us three. He he uh, posted a six and ten record for week number fifteen. So no extra double down. For Bobby in week 16 in second place is yours truly seven and nine record seven and nine actually being the best record of the week. But I lost uh, a double down and a couple other big bets. So uh, I come in minus nine one point behind Bobby and at the bottom of the standings with only four wins in the week. David at minus 19 no double downs. Probably saves him from further. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, Dang, Dave, you're getting worse. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow. <week>. Yep. <clears throat> <laughs> it's uh, it's it's very symbiotic, if uh, if you ask me. But you know, here we are. There it is. Uh, David <clears throat> wanted the first to five. He looks very much like he yeah. is well on pace for the first to five. The overall standings, as I said, if we're not halfway through the season, we're close. Um, I remain at the top of the standings, 45 points, uh, 102 victories, 106, uh, well, not victories, but 102 games predicted correctly, 106 incorrectly. Uh, so I'm the first one to hit 100 wins for the season. Bobby in second place, minus 31, and David at minus 61. So remember, they were neck and neck for a few weeks. Mm -hmm. Well, not anymore, so there is separation there. But 30 points, you know, it looks like it's bad, but one good week with another bad week, and that erases instantly. So here we go. Week number 16, we're going to trek on... David, go ahead and get us started. Neck and neck like a giraffe. (laughs) Here we go. Beautiful. All right, let's go ahead and get into... So we're recording this on Thursday. Once again, we're a little late here, but we haven't missed any games. The first game will be, as of this recording, tomorrow, Friday. We have a Friday game. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Uh, That Friday game, Cincinnati versus Orlando. Cincinnati coming off a draw in Philadelphia. So what happens this week? David, I'll start with you this week. You're going to start with me. Ah, I'm super not ready. Um, All right. Well, let's see. We're looking at Cincinnati and Orlando. So I'm honestly, just to start the week off, again, I'm feeling very 
very wooden spoony or paleta quemada y quemadito. Yeah, there you go. I found it. Um, <laughs> um, and I really couldn't pick a winner here. I'm I, I, I'm going to bet on that this is a weekday game, kind of, <laughs> in that it's a Friday night. And uh, Cincinnati not doing awful and Orlando pretty good. I'm going to say this is a draw, though. Confidence at three. All right. Bobby, what do you say? Oh, Bobby, what do you say? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a weekday game. But usually weekday games are games that we always get wrong. Uh, So and it's always like the team that you never expect to win. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I pick. So it doesn't matter. So uh, within this game, at least, Cincinnati hasn't really done that well at home, and Orlando doesn't hasn't done that well in away games either. So I'm going to go ahead and go with David here. A draw, confident to two. So originally, I you know at first glance, you look at what you know the, these two teams bring to the table, and yeah, it does kind of scream draw here. And I was going to go with the draw, but I think I've said it for the past. I don't know how many weeks I said Orlando is, you know, near the top of the table in the Eastern Conference, but they're also, you know, I feel like they're wishy-washy, and I'm not really sure what to expect on any given day. Cincinnati has dropped from the playoff line, but they're like right there. They're an eighth with the game on hand uh, from uh, most of the teams that they can catch, and they're exactly with 20 points with Charlotte. So. Once again, another sentence I didn't think I was going to say. Um, Cincinnati has my respect. Uh, it's very, very clear that they will not win the wooden spoon um, in 2022, barring an absolutely epic meltdown um, combined with one of the other horrible teams all of a sudden you know, winning a game or two. So they're at home. I think they can squeak one out here. I am going home field advantage. I'm taking Cincinnati in this game. I'm going to take it with the confidence of two. Let's move on to a game that's a little easier to call. Seattle versus Kansas City. Bobby, what do you say? Uh, this one's going to bite me in the ass. Seattle, double down. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, hopefully it doesn't bite Bobby in the ass because I have Seattle locked. Uh, this is a no brainer. I thought it was funny, uh, that, that Bobby would have this double down because we know the Kansas city, if you've listened long enough to, to us, uh, Kansas city is just his kryptonite. He'll stay away from this no matter how good it looks. And it looks pretty good, right? No brainer. Seattle over since uh, over Kansas City, except that Kansas City went into Nashville and actually spanked them. So that was also a no-brainer, but didn't really pan out the two, way. 2-1? That was a 2-1 game. Was it 2-1? I thought it was 2-0. But look, when you're Kansas City and you go into Nashville and you win, you got spanked. I guess. Okay? I mean, yeah, Kansas City spanked Omaha 6-0. That's a spanking. Well, look, the Galaxy just lost Sacramento 2-1. to yeah. They got spanked. They got spanked. Okay, so <laughs> there it is. Um, look, I, I agree with the guys here. I, I, like I said, it, it's a no-brainer. If it goes awry, well, that's MLS, right? I agree with Bobby here. I have Seattle double down here. It's a 10 for me as well. 
BC versus Nashville. So there's that Nashville we, we were talking about earlier. Um, I forgot who, who had said it on Twitter. The hardest part of Nashville's road trip is coming home because they were doing fairly well uh, those first eight games of the season. And then once they got their home games, yeah, struggled mightily and have been since. So they're on the road against D.C. David, what do you say? Yeah, I, I say that D.C. is not a great team, and I think they need a bounce-back game. As you said, they're on the road, uh, which seem, they seem to respond to a little bit better. You know, there could be a situation where Nashville, you know, sort of rallied under that flag of, like, our, you know, road home is going to be a hard one, so let's bunker down and, you know, get some points. And now that they're, they've got some home games they're realizing that, uh, hey, <laughs> they're they're not so uh, deep as they thought they were. But either way, I think they can get on uh, some points on the road here. I have Nashville with the confidence of three. Yeah, I mean, if there is going to be a game that they take advantage of, it should be this one against D.C. D.C. is kind of, I don't know, they're, they're, they're just not a great team at the moment. I think they're really at the bottom of the standings. I'm not looking at it right now, but I think so. So I'm going to go with Nashville, confidence of two. Yeah, uh, DC United is pretty close to the bottom of the standings. They are uh, 13th out of 14th in the Eastern Conference, tied with the points uh, with Chicago, 14. But I believe goal scored is what is keeping them in 13th rather than 14th. Um, so they they are one of the wooden spoon contenders this year. That alone should basically basically say, you know, you go ahead and pick the other team almost automatically. Um, and I'm going to agree with the guys here. I do pick Nashville, but um, I um, I feel like I, I, I can't have that much confidence in Nashville, and it sucks because they were my pick to win the Western Conference. So based on what they did last year, um, you know, I thought they would be do do a lot better. Uh, maybe the road trip in the beginning did kind of just set the precedent for what was going to happen. It was going to be a tough season for them. But either way, they're on the road. They're, they shouldn't be traveling too far. They're going up against a weak D.C. United team. I, I'm going to pick Nashville. It's just not going to be as high as... Maybe it should be. So I'm going to be very reserved here. I'm going to go Nashville confidence of two. Montreal versus Charlotte is our next game. Bobby. Montreal versus Charlotte. This is another game that kind of, I wasn't really sure where to go on this one. So I went safe bet and hopefully, well, I don't know if it's a safe bet because I could still lose two points. A draw, confidence of two. (laughs) Uh, Exact same reasoning, exact same bet. I have a draw, confidence of two. Uh, so this is another one of those games, uh, much like a Cincinnati game, where I'm looking at this and saying this pick might bite me because, yeah, it probably is a draw. Montreal hasn't looked good in its past, like, six games. Um, it turns out that Montreal might be a, you know, not a wishy-washy team, but another one of those teams where you kind of don't know where they're headed. You know, they do well, and then all of a sudden... They go on a losing streak, and then they go back on a winning streak. Um, they've won one MLS game in the past five games, so um, you want to take that into consideration. That's fine. Uh, three of those were at home, including this one. Charlotte, well, they, they 
I guess they're the darlings this year of MLS. They're an expansion team. They're not at the bottom of the standings. In fact, they're currently in a playoff position. So um, I feel like I'm going to go ahead and write that. I'm probably going to bite me in the ass here because it probably is going to be a draw. But I'm going to take the darlings for a road victory here. Uh, I, I guess I'm getting kind of uh, risky. I'm not sure why. But Charlotte, confidence of two. Toronto versus Atlanta is our next game. Bobby? Uh, again, two teams that I can't really put too much emphasis on right now. Uh, I I think Toronto hasn't had that great of, again, hasn't had, had, sorry, has not have had a great role at home. Jeez, that took forever <laughs> to get out. And Atlanta is not that great away. So I'm going to go with draw confidence of two. <laughs> Um, yeah, this is another game where um, I'm not really sure why I went this way. I, I mean, because if you look at it, you go, OK, Toronto, not a good team. Um, Atlanta has not been a great team, bad at ho- bad away from home. But Toronto hasn't been all that good at home or anywhere, really. Um, but I gave the edge to Toronto. I have a confidence of two. So this, um, unless you count the Canadian Championship, which took place yesterday, in which Toronto beat Montreal 4-0. So you can also see where Montreal is really in there as well. Uh, this begins a uh, four-game homestead for Toronto. Their next four games will be at home. Um, I'm not sure if that means they're in a more relaxed state, and they're more confident, if they're more focused. Uh, I'm not really sure. And the thing is, is that I don't have that much confidence in Toronto. I also don't have that much confidence in Atlanta. This is one of those games where I really couldn't pick a winner. I feel that Atlanta is the better side, but not by much. Um, I feel like it's going to be not necessarily a dull game. It's just going to be a game that uh, maybe you should just kind of like not watch it. It might be something sloppy, not horrible. You know, it's not um, garbage cup, but it's going to be like those that that sloppy game. That's just eh. I agree with Bobby here. I really couldn't pick a winner. Um, not so much that I have confidence in either the one. So I'm going to go with a draw confidence of two. Houston versus Chicago is our next game. David, let's hear it. Uh, draw draw. If I ever saw one confidence of three. I'm actually going to go with Houston on this one. I think Houston's going to take Chicago out. Uh, they're going to be at home. They're going to have enough uh, confidence and home field advantage. Houston, confidence of two. Uh, Chicago is really, really bad. So they are currently, if the season were to have ended or you know wouldn't have ended, that too. Chicago is at the bottom of the standings. Uh, they would be wooden spoon winners um, right now, uh, which sucks. You can remember that first month where Chicago was doing very well. Uh, one of the better defensive teams in the league. Yeah, you know, yep. that's that's pretty much MLS. It's not a it's not a sprint. It's it's a marathon. So um, we now know that Chicago is an improve is not an improved team, uh, and they're yeah they're they're really well placed to win the uh, the wooden spoon for what it's worth. So is Toronto, by the way, only one point above Chicago. Um, they're going to go on the road. Houston is not a. Terrible team, 
Um, I think that they are, I mean, they're obviously still within striking distance of a playoff spot, only two points behind that final playoff spot. Um, there is some separation uh, once you get a little bit further up the table, but um, I don't think they're all that bad. Um, I think they are probably doing better than we what we're giving them credit for. The only problem is, is that they have lost four out of the last five games. Um, uh, guess which one they won, guys. Um, but now, um, those, uh, but those five games, uh, four of those were on the road. We know that Houston doesn't really travel well. They're better off at home. They're, they're one of their losses in those, uh, past, uh, five games. Well, it was against Seattle. So not really much, uh, shame in that. Other than that, I think Houston has done pretty well at home and, I feel that they, they can take care of business against potential wooden spoon winners. I'm going to take Houston and I'm going to lock them. It's a five for me. Whoa. Miami versus Minnesota. David. I'm going to give this one to Miami. Adrian Heat, Minnesota's head coach, just signed a new contract, but I think that Miami might sneakily be coming into their own. So I'm going to give it to them because they're, you know, it's it's in Miami. If you know anything about Minnesota, it's cold. Miami is not cold. It's hot, humid. Advantage Miami. I am going to go with David here. Miami, confidence of two. I guess we're all going to go with David here because <laughs> I also have uh, Miami winning this game. Um I think the opponent is it's not perfect, right? I mean, Minnesota is, again, and they're like Houston. Not a horrible team, but they're not good either. In fact, them and Houston have the exact same record, 5, 7, and 3. So Miami, uh, well, let's just start with this. Miami has that same 5, 7, and 3 record. Um, maybe they're coming, you know, into their own. Maybe they're figuring something out. I'm not sure. Um, but at the very least, I'm going to go ahead and give them home field advantage here. So I agree with the guys. It's unanimous the whole way through. Miami, confidence of two. Let's go into one of the uh, Texas Cups, the interstate rivalries, Austin versus Dallas. Now, this is an interesting matchup. Um, because you're looking at number three versus number four in the Western Conference. Um, Bobby, what happens here? Yeah, I mean, for me, I think this may be the game of the week because I think it's going to be really high energy, high intensity. Um, I know it's not like <clears throat> I know it's not like the top players, the top one, number one players of each conference, but this is going to be good. It's a Dallas. It's a, so I'm going to give this a draw confidence of two because I really can't go either way on this one. Yep, I agree with Bobby. I think this is going to be one of the better games of the week. Um, two top of the conference teams going at it. I think it's going to be a draw confidence of two. Um, Dallas dropped the ball for me last week. Um, they had a give-me match, an absolute here-you-go, just beat up on this team, keep up in the Western Conference. And they lost at home to Vancouver. 
don't really know how to explain it. Um, I can go into the stats, but I'm not going to. Uh, they quote unquote dominated, but not really dominated. Uh, doesn't really matter. They cost me 10 points. So my confidence in them is shaken a little bit. Now you're going up against an Austin team that, you know, is sitting in third. They, they've they surprised everybody. They've kept pretty much consistent for the most part uh, throughout so far this season. So still a long way to go. Um, and they're at home. You know that crowd's going to be just rocking, right? They're going to want to beat another uh, inner city I'm sorry, inner city, interstate uh, rival there. They're, they're going to be pumped. I'm going to go home field advantage here. I'm going to give the edge to Austin in this game. Um, I'm going to take him with the confidence of two. RSL versus Columbus. Now, RSL is in second place in the Western Conference, only two points behind LAFC. And yet... I am not going to call this the garbage cup, but this is one of those games where I'm like, you know what? You can skip this one. This screams stay away from it because it's probably going to be boring and there's nothing worth watching. David, what do you say? Um, I'm giving the edge to RSL here, but I went super low confidence simply because Columbus crew Showing some ambition, going out there, signing a $10 million striker. What's his name? Uh, he's a Colombian striker, right? Um, yeah. Um, Ch- and now I'm drawing a Ch- Chuko. I'm drawing a blank right now. It's yeah. Chicha, yes. Chucho, and Chuko. Now I'm, I know they signed a, Colum- uh, a Colombian striker yeah. uh, who has played on the national team before. So. Yeah. Uh, but again, you know, ambition, uh, from Columbus. Um, I don't know if he's going to be available to play today, you know, this he's weekend. Not. He's um, not. but, uh, but I will, I will say that I'm still giving the edge to RSL here. I have a measly confidence of one for RSL. Yeah. RSL locked. <laughs> from- from one side of the spectrum to the other. No explanation? You ex- actually explained it at the head of the whole thing. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I actually don't have uh, confidence in Columbus. I-, I didn't think they were a playoff team to begin the-, the season. I still don't think they're a playoff team. I admire the ambition, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to work out. Um, they got to go on the road. Um, RSL, you know, RSL may be one of those teams where it could be my kryptonite. Uh, there was a time where I, I didn't believe that they were for real. I kept picking against them and I, you know, I paid for it. So then I said, okay, you've earned my respect. And I started picking them and guess what? They started losing games again. So they might be my kryptonite this year. I don't know, but look, they're at home. They've got to be better than Columbus. I, I have to believe that th- th- they got to get some sort of result here. I don't give uh, Columbus any credit. They're sitting in 22nd place overall in the league. RSL sitting in number two. I don't want to say it's quite a no-brainer because, like I said, RSL has dropped the ball. But I'm going to have to just play those odds that RSL is a better team. They're at home. I'm going to go RSL. It's not quite a lock, but 
I'll take them with a four. Portland versus Colorado. David. Draw. Confidence of two. Two teams that are not, you know, they're just kind of waiting in the lower half of the table. Draw. Exactly the same. I don't really have any confidence. I mean, I think Colorado might upset a little bit of Portland just on play, but I still believe that this is going to come out as a draw as well. Confidence of two. Yeah, Portland is sitting in 13th place, 16 points, just one above San Jose. Portland, I didn't think so, but, you know, but it looks like they might miss the playoffs for the first time in a while. Um, Portland, 24th overall, only two points above uh, Chicago sitting at the bottom. Um, when you talk about wooden spoon contenders, Portland does not come to mind. So this is actually... Uh, for me personally, and I'm sure as Portland as well, it's kind of uncharted territory that you're seeing something like this. Uh, Colorado is currently sitting in ninth place, only one point off of a playoff spot. So they are pretty much kind of where I thought they would be. You know, I, I thought last year was good and anomaly, but I don't think they could have repeated it. Uh, I said I think they would have just missed the playoffs. Uh, that's currently where they are right now. They're just missing the playoffs. Um but they got to go on the road. It's against Portland. You got to go on that turf. It's, it's a tough venue to play in. I don't see either one of these teams coming out with a victory. So I agree with the guys the whole way through. It's a draw confidence of two. Next game, LAFC versus the New York Red Bulls. Now, I kind of agree that the game of the week may very well be Austin versus Dallas because I think there's going to be a lot of intensity because it's an interstate game. Um, but... As far as what you may see uh, overall standings, a lot of people might say, this is the game of the week. New York Red Bulls currently sitting in second place um, in the Eastern Conference, only one point behind uh, NYCFC. Uh, LAFC, number one in the uh, Western Conference, uh, one versus number five as far as overall. Bobby, what happens? Yeah, you make a good point. I just don't think the actual game is going to be that Agreed. good. So I'm going to go with the draw. Confidence of one. Um, really? Huh. Um, I, I think you can't argue with the fact that LAFC is pretty good at home. Um, they're going to get they're going to get the win here. I have a confidence of three. Yeah, LAFC is pretty good at home, but they're not unbeatable. Um. Uh, New York, we had said that you know, a lot of their wins were coming on the road. Was it going to last forever? It hasn't. Um, but they've shown that they are indeed a, a good road team. Um, they have lost the last two, but they, they I get their confidence is up. Uh, they just beat their inner city rival. In the U.S. Open Cup, so they're advancing to the semifinals. Um, I, I kind of took that into consideration as well um, in doing this. Is that they probably would have wanted to beat their their rival, um, so probably put a little bit. I, I think they put a little bit more starters than than um, than they wanted to, uh, and then they have to go cross country to play against LAFC. Um, I think New York can pull off. A result here, but because they had that extra game, I'm going to give the edge to LAFC. 
Uh, it's not going to be by a lot. I'm going to take him with the confidence of two, um, just because I feel that New York is going to give him a run for their money, and I don't think this is going to be an easy game for LAFC. So, confidence of two. Philadelphia versus NYCFC. David, your boys have not been doing all that great. They start off really, really well. Uh, and now find themselves sitting in third place, only one point ahead of Orlando. Uh, NYCFC uh, currently sitting in first place. Uh, again, a lot of people with just for that alone might think that this is game of the week as well. Possibly, um, I think I of think, the East, yeah. Yeah, I think this might actually be maybe not as intense as Austin versus Dallas, but I feel that this game could be very intense because I feel like there's something a little bit more at stake there in first place. Winner is will be in first place. Um, but what happens? So are they, are they, is Philly not doing well or are they almost, they're about to go in first place if they win? If they which, win, which one is, will be in which first one place. is it? But well, they're not doing well. Me, uh, well, okay, so listen, here, 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 here. Here's here's what I I have to say about this. Uh, NYCFC is currently undergoing a little bit of uh, turbulence due to the departure of Ronnie Dyla, their MLS winning head coach. Um, the potential um, departure of their uh, DP and talisman, um, uh, what's his name, uh, Dati Castellanos, um, who's rumored to be on his way out very soon. Um, or he's going to get sold in the summer. Um, but I think they that gives them something to prove. Um, I think they're going to go to Philly and get a win here. I have a confidence of two in NYCFC. Silence. Oh, yeah, I'm on, I'm, I'm on the show. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I, I thought I yeah, just shocked you guys. You're talking about Philly versus New York? Yes. <laughs> are we... Are we Okay, sorry. Um, I'm gonna go with the draw. Confidence at two. Sorry, I'm out of the loop here. I wasn't even okay. Sorry. So both can be right. They're currently sitting in third place, but in Philadelphia's last nine games, and this includes an Open Cup game, they've won one. And no, it wasn't the Open Cup game because they did not play this past week. They already had been eliminated from the Open Cup. One victory in the last. Nine games. So their lone victory there was May 22nd against Portland. That was on the road. Now, they haven't lost every single one of those games. They've been draws. Um, the loss was uh, Open Cup. And the, the the first of the nine games, well, it, it was a loss to Toronto. So, again, not, not really good. And I take that back. Ten games. Ten games. Not nine. Ten games. Uh, so, yeah, no, Philadelphia is not doing great for their standards. This is a good game. I think NYC is the probably the better team right now. But they had U.S. Open Cup game. They just lost to their uh, to their rival. They uh, they're going to go on the road. Most of these games, like I said, at the 10 games, one win. Two losses. Everything else is a draw. Let's go ahead and play those odds. I'm going to say that this is a draw. Confidence of three. 
And finally, our final game of the week. No, it's not the Galaxy. Their game has been postponed. Uh, so our final game is on Sunday night. Vancouver versus New England. Bobby, let's hear it. I don't know why, but I don't feel like New England is going to get anything out of this, even though they probably will. I'm going to go with Vancouver. Confidence of two. Um, I agree with Bobby and that I don't think that New England is going to get much out of this, but I don't think Vancouver is going to get much out of it either. I think this is a draw. I have a confidence of three. So... I think of Vancouver, I had said, you know, Dallas really dropped the ball there. I thought they, this would be an easy victory for for uh, for Dallas over Vancouver at home. Vancouver wins 2-0. Um, Vancouver had an extremely low um, expected goal. Only took four shots, but two of those went in. Um, Vancouver, when I think of it, they're, they're, they should be wooden spoon contenders, right? They should be kind of near the bottom of the standings. Well, they're sitting in eighth place in the Western Conference. Um, this, this, they still have a subpar record. They're, they're six, eight, and two, but they're sitting in eighth place, twenty points, same as the uh, the Sounders. Uh, however, the Sounders, we know what they were doing earlier this this uh, this season. So now that they want to play in MLS, they're going to start creeping up, and that's exactly what's happening. Uh, they also have two games on hand on, on pretty much everybody uh, that's above them. Um, in the Western Conference. So they're going to continue to creep up. But Vancouver is still well within striking distance of a playoff spot. New England has also creeped back up. We said that New England isn't the team that they used to be, but it looks like they kind of figured something out. They seem to be uh, doing a lot better than when they had first started. Um, they haven't lost an MLS match since April 23rd, and that was it against DC United currently sitting in sixth place uh tied with Montreal who's in fifth once again goal uh, goal scored uh be the difference here and everyone is within striking distance uh I said the east is going to be crazy and that's what exactly what it is NYCFC is sitting with 27 points at the top while New England is 23 they're literally just four points behind because MLS right um I didn't know who to pick here but I just have a feeling. I don't know why, but I just have a feeling. And I'll just run with it. I have no explanation. Maybe it's the turf. Maybe it's the fact that they're at home. Maybe the travel. I don't know. I'm taking Vancouver in this game. Confidence of two. And that will do it for us here in week number 16. This is David and Bobby signing off. Good night. Everyone. Later. We'll see we'll you see next. You, we'll see you at the bottom of the standings. <laughs> see you next week. Bye.